up, bitches! So, what was your go-to, like, like get, wait, was it gas station or grocery store sushi? Grocery store. Okay. I don't think I would, like, stoop to a gas station. No That'd be a little I, Yeah, you haven't risky. hit that part of your life. Yeah, yet. no. <laughs> we were like, oh, the crunchy, uh, spicy roll, and they're like, from get-go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I like Lucky Sushi. I've I gotten know. it multiple times. It's just one and of And they those... have ones that will make it for you right there on the spot. I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. I'll just take this pre-made one. Exactly. And it's just so convenient and just the amount of snack you want in the middle of the day. And it's yeah. quick. And you're just like, all right, this is my treat. And that's – sushi's like Brussels sprouts. Like it's an adult – because you, you give me that when I'm 10, I'll throw it at you. Oh, absolutely. But now I love sushi and I love Brussels sprouts. Yep. Especially because we got an air fryer. Air fryer's – I don't know if you have an air fryer. Basically, everything you put that you used to make, put in an air fryer, it's better. I don't know why. <laughs> so much crunchier. It's like it's like the modern day George Foreman grill <laughs> yeah, for, for like sure. for adults. It's so yes. good. Chicken, shrimp, Brussels sprouts, wings. It's just better. I don't know why. It's science. One stop shop. It really is. Yeah. But yeah, I I am I'll I mean I've had lunch like when my wife would go out of town. I've had lunch at places that you shouldn't have lunch at, but I don't care. <laughs> yep. And like yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not above a gas station sub. I am completely fine with, obviously, Lucky's is great. That place is underrated. It is. They have a really good pizza, sandwich, and sushi shop, man. It's yep. great. And a great beer selection. And I was living right in Lakewood when I first moved back. And oh, so yeah. right on Clifton. So super easy. Always convenient right around there. It's yeah. great. I but love yeah, that. Yeah. It's definitely like, I uh, definitely am a high-low type of person, too, where it's like, I do love those fancy meals out. But oh, I, I am very okay with a dive bar and getting some fries from... Whatever fryer that hasn't yeah. been cleaned in forever. It's in a basket. Don't I'm care. on board. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have. The, I do. Like I'll, I'll have. Like I love a good steak at a steakhouse that I have maybe once a year. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is really good. I really like Little Italy, but I never go there. Mm-hmm. Like when I go there, I'm like, fuck. Why don't we do this more? And then we never go back. <laughs> See, my uh, comfort food right now, and actually we just went on Sunday, is Bruno's on 44th. I know the name, but I haven't Just been. south of 90. And okay. it is just like old school Italian and has just like a, an Italian-American. So like big bowl of just like fettuccine Alfredo. And That's... I'm drinking a gallon of cream. And it's just, I crave it, especially after a long week. I'm like, I just, it's all I want. And I know it's not like necessarily... I mean, I have an Italian restaurant, so it's like we're light and coastal. But every once in a while, I'm like, yes, that big bowl of cream, give it to me. Mine's peppers down okay. on, yep. on Detroit. Yeah, same We same just deal. got it on Saturday. Mm-hmm. When my and, and we both, we don't get it a lot like because we're just like, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to eat too much and we're going to get pissed. Yeah. Um, and But uh, we were both sitting there and we're like, let's watch it. Like, let's watch like a dumb comedy, just relax, whatever. And uh, she said, what about peppers? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't like I know I know what's gonna happen at eight, but I don't care because I know what's gonna happen at seven. Yep. Oh, <laughs> when it absolutely. Gets here, they give you these big and like for them, I don't I don't know frills. I like just spaghetti, meat sauce, meatballs. Like mm-hmm. let's just keep it, let's just keep it one oh one and it's so good. And there's it's like three meals. It's so much. Oh, absolutely. That's what I would especially when I first like the first few weeks of opening patron saying it was like 
on Sundays, I would just have a order queued up at 4 p.m. And I don't usually order to go because I do believe in like going to a restaurant. I really love it. But, you know, when I was tapped from social interactions, it was just the best. And it would get delivered to me. It was just a huge thing of styrofoam full of fettuccine Alfredo. And I was like, this is true comfort. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. I love that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny you talk about like when you're tapped from – because, yeah, you have to be social. You can't have your social downtime in the middle of your customers in the middle of like a shift or when you're open. Yep. It sucks. But people will – especially now, man, people remember that shit. I remember bad interactions I've had. I don't care about service. Mm -hmm. I understand everyone's kind of suffering service-wise because there are a lot of places still – just do not have servers, don't have enough staff, and they're struggling. I don't care about that. I really don't. I used to serve. I waited table bartended for three years. I know. I know that sucks. It's not. It's a thankless job. A lot of times you can make good money, but it is kind of thankless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but there are sometimes there are some things where I, I stop where I'm like, nope, that's that's too much. <laughs> that is too much. I, Absolutely. Uh, but there are also places I'm like, I don't give a shit what happened here. I love these people so much. I always come back. That's a big thing for me. I don't know if that's for everyone, but for me, I will put up with an awful lot if I really like the people and I really like the place. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, that's something, I mean, I service, although we have a little bit of a hybrid model, service is definitely the key of it. I think it is, it is a thankless job in a lot of ways, but I think that's something I really want to focus on and like creating is that it's a professional job and like really having people who you know, believe in it and believe in it as a profession and not just like this side gig that you're just making some money at. Um, Which that has, I think that's morphed in the last like 10 or so years into that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, let's get into that. But first, because I'm terrible at this, please introduce yourself. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Absolutely. My name is Marie Artali. I'm the owner of Patron Saint uh, All Day Cafe and Aperitivo Bar in Ohio City. Place is amazing. I will say, I told you before we started recording, we've been there three times. uh, Well, three or four. I think three, almost four, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so the first time was breakfast and coffee, and it was really good. Awesome. I mean, really good. And that's when, you know, and I'm kind of like a, I'm kind of open for a lot of things, but breakfast, I'm, I do get snobbish, even okay. though it's basically just eggs and bread and shit. Yeah, But um, But when someone kind of brings that out, and I've only started drinking coffee since the pandemic, so I'm really into that now. Ooh, all right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But uh yeah, my wife and I both went because we'd heard about it, and I love that area too. I really do. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we loved it. It was great. And then as soon as we were there, and this is what I think is the mark of another place, we start looking at your other menus. We started looking at dinner and then your drinks. Obviously, we noticed your drink menu too. We weren't to the point yet in our lives where we were having drinks at 10 a.m. <laughs> sure. But we were <laughs> curious. So then we came back for drinks. We were going to go to uh, – our, it was our first night uh, out away from the baby. Oh, amazing. So we're like uh, – we're like, well, why don't we go to Amba? You know, we haven't been there in a long time. And we're like, but wait, it's right by Patron Saint. Let's stop in, grab a drink. Because for some reason, that also makes me feel cooler if I'm getting a drink and then going to dinner. Oh, a absolutely. To That's a different spot. That's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. So we did that, drinks. And it was a style that I, I want to talk about, like the style, obviously, because it's not something that I'm used to. Okay, yeah. So I didn't really know what to order, but your bartenders were great. Fantastic. But uh, And then, of course, the dreaded third time where uh, <laughs> we tried to go, and uh, I was not aware of your hours, and I just assumed you were open Saturday at like 3 o'clock. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> but that's okay. But first, so first, when did, uh, how long have you been open? So we opened June 2nd of this year, so 2023. Jesus Christ, man, that is just not that long. I know. We're about, yeah, just over four months in. And it feels both brand new and so, like, we're in this and we've been doing this forever. So it's trying to keep that balance for Even sure. Even I, I honestly, I thought you were a year. 
Oh wow! Okay, I, yeah. I really, I really did. I don't know why. I have no yeah. concept of time. Sure, that's but, there. Yeah. But but I, I really, I thought I was like, oh, they've been open for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but four months. Uh huh. It's not even a hockey season, man. It's what are you wild. doing here? Get back to work. <laughs> I know it's insane, and I'm yeah lucky that I can even leave before close. No, I'm my glad team's you great. can. I'm glad but you can. We just actually had a team meeting um, with my kind of front of house team that's been there with me since basically the beginning, and we just kind of took a minute to be like all right, let's, it's been four months. It feels kind of like we're in a rhythm, but also there's so much more we want to do and that we can keep getting better at. Like we're obviously not like, oh, we're perfect. Everything is great. It's like, there's so much that we can continue to do and, you know, suss out and really figure out and especially bringing on a couple new people, um, which is going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. How do we make sure that we just keep getting better and better? And so it was just like, that was really the first time we've taken that pause. We've been talking about it as we're going and we've been just, iterating and iterating as we go through shifts and just yeah. trying to get better and better but it was the first time we really just sat down and we're like let's just chat about this on a sunday when no one else is here and we can actually just focus so in in that kind of goes into what you said a couple of minutes ago um before i was afraid to pronounce your last name <laughs> sure. which is why i knew your first name but <laughs> i was like nah i butchered too many names. but um having like that team like i never did that when i waited tables or like when's your shift work it fuck off mm -hmm. like that was it we were never but you're but when we were talking about this in the service industry kind of becoming more of like a job as opposed to a side gig absolutely or a job before your quote-unquote real job because mm -hmm. people did used to think of it that way but now i know so many people in the service industry that are fantastic at what they do and i also because the places i mean you can make a career obviously out of a place that's really really good that people love and people really get behind and there's a lot of examples of those too mm -hmm. but um i want to get into that but first i want to go out like first patron saint the name yes so where's that i kind of have an idea because there's obviously an italian vibe yeah well actually so i woke up with it one day so it really came out of and i wrote it down in a note book back when I was still working at my previous job back in about 2019. And I wrote it down as Patron Saint Supper Club. Didn't know what I was doing with it, but I just wrote it down, went on with my day. Supper Club? Supper Club. Okay. That's what I wrote down. Just that's how it rolled off. And I kind of just like sat with it for a while. And then I took the domain and the Instagram in early 2020. Um, Again, before I had like actually moved back and really honed in on this concept, um, but I had been working on my business plan already, but kind of with a different name and more full service. And then when I moved back here, I just kind of started contracting into what we have now, which is our all day cafe and bar. And really patron saints started just keep coming back. I was like, I really like it. I think it fits really well because we are open for so many different day parts and it is really whatever you need. That's what we are. So if you need a drink at 7 a.m. because you just got off third shift and you're a doctor and you... And Bobby O's closed. Exactly. Yeah. We're there. <laughs> That's what that shithole used to be. Yes. And like, you know, sometimes you don't want to be in a dark cave at that time. You do Which need some light. Was. Yeah, exactly. I used to live right down the street from there. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, if you need to work on a project at 6 p.m., 8 p.m. and you need that espresso to keep going, you know, there's just so mm. many different things. And if you need a meeting place or a place to stop just on in between meetings and... I have 12 years of Catholic school behind me, so a patron saint was always whatever, you know, it was different for every people. They all have different areas that you pray towards or whatever, and it just felt very fitting for the space, and then Italian and all of the above, so it kind of just really felt perfect for what it was. Well, agreed, and same thing in terms of, I also have 12 years yeah. uh, of Catholicism just 
jammed in my yep. brain. <laughs> um, but also like, and that's kind of why, not necessarily that the name stuck with me because I was like, oh, I should get back to church. Yeah. But yeah. it does have a different, <laughs> when you hear names of places, and I think names are so important, names of restaurants and bands and planets, whatever. Kids, holy shit. When I had oh, to go through gosh. to name this fucking kid. Yeah, I oh, bet. I, we almost named him Patron Saint. <laughs> <laughs> but when I did mean, you tell people the name? Oh, like oh, not until after. Honestly, we called him Thunder for eight months. Cool, because I'm like I don't know. Yeah, if, if he was a girl, we our problem would be which name to pick. Mm-hmm. But I hated every boy name that anyone told me. They're like Joe. I'm like that's a stupid name. <laughs> like, that's your name. I'm like yeah, it's yes. a dumb fucking name. <laughs> don't like it. I I struggle. I really did. Yeah. And then we got about. I mean, I mean, a month out. We were laying in bed. My wife said, uh, we were watching uh, You on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And there was a character on there. They said his name. My wife said, what do you think of that name? And I'm like, I don't hate it. Yeah. I, I'm actually kind of on board with it. And my last name is Burden. Okay. Which it's so, it's hard and redundant. Sure. So not that we would name him Brandon, but it takes out names like that or Jason or mm-hmm. Brian. It just... There's a lot to it. Oh, so much. Yeah. So much. And that's kind of, I mean, when I first put it out there that it was going to be called Patron Saint, like it almost felt like, you know, saying your child's name out there because it's like, well. You can't erase it later. You can't, no. (laughs) And like if someone had, I mean, I did a lot of due diligence and, you know, had the domain and all those things, but I was like, I hope people also like it. (laughs) <laughs> I do. I do. I like the name a lot. Thank you. I, I liken it to, and I, I used to do this where I would try to get into a band if I really like the name of the band. Mm. Like I would be like, oh, that's a cool name. That's a really cool name. Yeah. Um. But then even if it was bad, I'm like, nope, I'm going to keep pushing. But I do. I, th- there are some places in the city that I just, I love the name. I love the places, but I love the name. Patron Saint is one. Cool. I love the name Immigrant Son. I think it's just such a cool name. It I know, is a good name. I know some of the people there. They're really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I love Noble Bees. I mean, I love Noble Bees for every reason you can love yeah, a place. Absolutely. But I also love the name. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. You know, and, and I really like, again, where you are. I love the area you're in. Absolutely. I really, really do. Inchtown is just the best. It, it, from where, from the corner where... Uh, where you're about, you're not on the corner, but like when the corner when you're gonna turn, that's where jukebox is. Mm-hmm. All the way down, or like when Shore Society, all the way down to X Y Z. I think that's the best strip in the city at this point. I would agree. I just I think that road is the best, There's and I love so Lakewood. many different things. I love Lakewood. I do. There's a lot because Lakewood has so much to offer, a lot of different things. But more often than not, that's where we like to kind of hang out. We like because there's so many. Like, you know, we have, you know, like Lux and Astoria, mm-hmm. El Rione's right there, your place. I do love Jukebox. That's one Absolutely. of my favorite. That's one of my Same. favorite in the city. Yes. That's one of my favorite bars in the city. I just love that place. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, it's just the best. Um, I just, I love it. I love that place. So every time a new one pops up, I'm always like, yes. The, the place has never lost its, I hate saying vibe. I really do. <laughs> sure. But it's like a cool play. It's a cool Cleveland place, and I think you guys fit in perfectly. I really liked it a lot. Thank you, and yeah, and that's something I really wanted. This concept was unique to Cleveland, but also there's obviously a lot of coffee shops in that area that are great and beloved, and there's a lot of bars in that area that are great and beloved. But it was like I really wanted to fill that void that I do think was still there in that neighborhood to really because if you wanted to go somewhere at two p.m., it's really tough. Um, or if you want to just like sit in somewhere, not just take your coffee to go, there's, you know, there's more spaces coming, but there's a lot of small spaces that just grab and go. Um, and I feel like 
I didn't want to just add to the noise. I wanted to offer something different, but something that really complemented the rest of the neighborhood. It's a, yeah. The If anyone hasn't been, it just, I, I don't, I don't, and I, I want you to describe it, but you're mm-hmm. kind of like the, the, the style you were going for. But that is another thing that I don't think I ever thought that I would notice, but I do. I really, really do when I walk into a place. Um, th- there's just like a certain... I don't know. I don't really, again, I don't know how to describe it, but the bar area is very, very cool. Then you have a very kind of relaxed and not plain, but it's just no frills kind of seating area. Mm-hmm. I love being able to sit against the window. I don't know why. I've never really cared about that until I did it. And I was like, no wonder people fucking do this. It's great. It's very just cool. sitting at a little bar on there. Absolutely. You're it's looking just, out. It's, it's really, really cool. I you like it. You get the a daylight. Lot. You get yeah. to see some of the lake too at certain spots yes. in it, which is really fun. And my favorite is when people are there for their spritz before heading to whatever reservation or home and they're just watching the sunset over that, like, over yeah. that space, it's the best. And my wife is such a Spritz fan. She really, really is. Good. She, Love that. That's why she loves it so much. That's why mm-hmm. every she's like, I just want to keep going back. So, um, but in terms of like you know the the, the and also because you, you called it a cafe too. Mm-hmm. So for people that are dumb, not me, <laughs> um, other people that are dumb, <laughs> sure. I, I guess how do you kind of I, I mean when I think of like a, like a saloon, a bistro, a cafe, a, a bar, mm-hmm. you know, how do you kind of determine what's what or, or, or does that have a lot? If you're gonna add like cafe to it, you know, does that add a different kind of like menu aesthetic or or vibe or what I I don't know like like when you're adding like explain to me how you kind of arrive because you mentioned it yeah absolutely so I mean it's very specific when we mention what we are we're an all day cafe and bar so we're not a full service restaurant our food is amazing not on Saturday or not yeah exactly all day you liar (laughs) that's true uh but we it's very much meant to be the place that you can go with your laptop, you can grab your coffee, you can have a meeting, and then as you continue on your day, you meet someone else for happy hour. Um, so it's definitely coffee-focused and drink-focused. Um, we have a really great menu, uh, but it's definitely, like you said, kind of no frills. It's beautiful in there because I walked into a space that was really amazing and had a lot of character, and then I was able to... That's the word, character. character. It, yeah. does. <laughs> it does. It does, because the pillar, everything. It, I mean, the, That's yeah. what it is. It exactly. Yeah. And so I really wanted to just like have a place that felt really comfortable and felt that people could go multiple times a week for different times of day, however they wanted. Because again, the neighborhood's super regular based. It's a lot of people mm-hmm. we see a couple times a week because they live in the neighborhood. Um, and I think by focusing on cafe and bar is really that European style of you don't have to necessarily, if you're going to go out for drinks or dinner or a meeting, it doesn't have to be this whole production that's kind of what I really wanted to be is like a quick hour after, you know, between work is better than, well, let's try and book out our four weekends a month. And especially when people have kids and activities and all of these above, you're like, I, we have so many things already on the weekends. Why don't we take this one small chunk of time and spend that little bit of catch up? And that's all we need. Yeah. And I'm sorry. When I look at my phone, I'm just paranoid about my kid. That's you the got it. I'm looking. Absolutely. Um, but no, I, I know what you're... Everything you just said completely spoke to me because, yeah, when you hit a certain age, I, I am not a spontaneous person anymore. Mm-hmm. I would love to be, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's just not in the cards for me right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do like to plan things out, but we, we are good about planning and kind of just popping in. That is the one thing I did love because I have popped in there just on my own and just grabbed a coffee to go, which I love so Absolutely. much. Again, another thing that I didn't think I liked until I did it. 
And because I was like, ah, oh, can I get a coffee? And then I'm looking around. She's like, do you? Even she was like, you don't want to eat, drink it here, right? <laughs> she's like, you want to go? I'm like, can I do that? She's like, yeah, you dummy. <laughs> a lot of places do this. And yeah, we definitely. She didn't call me a dummy. Yeah. But <laughs> she had dummy eyes. Where she's like, you fucking idiot. We're a coffee shop. <laughs> yes. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I, I, but I don't get a coffee shop vibe. I know. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it was a distinct choice. So when I was even designing the bar and how I wanted to design the flow of service, I thought really long and hard about at a, at a coffee shop in the U S you go up, you queue, you stand in line, you queue, Mm -hmm. you order, you go off to the side and you queue and you wait and then you get your coffee and then you go. And I was like, you're still waiting, but you're waiting in line or whatever. So, but in Italy, if you're going to get coffee, you belly up to a bar. Granted, they don't really offer to go in Italy. So we are obviously Italian inspired. We're not strictly Italian, but they, you belly up to the bar and you order and your bartender, you know, gives you your drink either to stay or to go. And then you have the same interaction, but it feels less like we're standing in a line and then I move here. It's exactly what it is. And I, however, some people, when they walk in, I think because you don't have that, um, I don't have my POS system. So my like cash register isn't at the front of the bar. And so you don't have that visual cue of, oh, I go here and I line up and I do this. That's very true. And I knew that that would be a little tough for some people because they're so used to it. And some people won't like that. And that's totally fine. There's great coffee shops in the area that do that. So I'm not trying to compete with that. But if you want that little bit extra of like, I'm going to take a breather. It's the 10 minutes before I go to work or, you know, the 10 minutes before I'm going to another meeting and I have a little interaction or I just kind of am taking that breather and just kind of stand at the bar, get my coffee and then go. That's kind of that relaxed feeling that I wanted to create um, that you can have. So that kind of It was a strategic decision, uh, but I do think it does cause a little bit of confusion. I totally understand that. But hopefully as people get a little more comfortable, as we see people come back, you know, second, third time, they know what to do and how they want to do it. And it just really, you know, we're happy to kind of, again, meet you where you want to be. I thought it was free. I just left. So I owe you like six bucks. (laughs) Perfect. All right. (laughs) I was like, no register? Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, and you talk about like no frills. And when I say no frills, I don't mean that at all. I don't think anyone should ever take that as a, as an insult. Mm Because I don't think you have to be fancy to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, the reason I brought up, like, you know, you brought up uh, the the place on, um, Bruno's Mm -hmm. and I brought up peppers that is there's nothing fancy about either one of those but if someone came into town and said hey where can I get a shit ton of pasta yeah (laughs) that's really good and just regular pasta I'm like right there Mm -hmm. I would never be like hey man you got to go to aqua de luca I'd be like go to fucking peppers man yeah well you just described this is what you want and quite frankly that's what I prefer and uh I lump you and Cordelia kind of in the same group wow that's Um, yeah well, just because, like, Ryan, who's the sous chef there, yeah. he came on. Super awesome guy. We got along so good so quickly. He was just a guy, kind of like you, just sat down. We just, you know, we met 40, you know, what, 20 minutes ago? But it felt like we've yeah, known each absolutely. other for at least a couple of months. I've been mean, yeah. hanging out. But he he's the same way, which I know you kind of have to be in the industry, but that's just a personality trait, too. But we talked a lot about kind of, like, not being fancy. Because same thing, you walk into Cordelia – you think it's fancy. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yep. And he was very upfront. He's like, no, it's not. There's JoJo's on our menu, which <laughs> I was like, yes, and I'm from Akron. That's a big thing for me. Like, fry, you had fried chicken. It's still the fri- best fried chicken, I think, in the city. Mm-hmm. Maybe sauce in the cities is better. Theirs is really good, too. But 
I was like, I remember that. I remember you guys. I remember your server. And I remember thinking it was, I remember dressing nicer than I probably should have because I thought it was nicer. But I sat down. It was like I was sitting in a really cool bar. Uh, wow. And, like, yeah, exactly. And that's and, and that's when I say kind of like no frills. Like yours was not frills, but it was good. And I remember when we went in to get the drinks before we went to dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, your bartender was amazing. Because... I love when a bartender can tell you don't know what you're doing because <laughs> yes, I do like sure. a certain type of drink. Like I'm, I, I love old fashions and things like that. And mm-hmm. I was like something like that. She goes, well, not necessarily that, but let me, let let me give you this. And I don't even remember what she gave me, but I was like, I never would have ordered this, but it's good and mm-hmm. it's it's you know Italian inspired. It was really really good. And um, as I, as we were sitting there, somebody was eating next to me, and I was like, "Same thing." Like at breakfast, I'm nudging my wife, like, "We got to come back for dinner." Look at that. Yep. I don't know what it was. It looked like a poutine or something, but it, Ooh, it was. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. It, mushroom, great. It was really, really. It just looked great. Yeah, it could have been the meatballs. Yes, that uh-huh. was it. That's yep. actually what it was. Yep. And uh, I was like, "Now we have to come back for that." So props to you guys. You guys can make me plan my next <laughs> visit as I'm in the middle of my current visit. Absolutely. Well, and that's like. It is, um, again, that space, because it's nice and because we put it on nice plates mm-hmm. and, you know, we give you paper napkins and we greet you with water and paper menus, but we do have in the dining room QR codes for ordering. And some people, though, feel really kind of slighted by that because they're expecting us to have full service. And well, everyone can fuck themselves, well, just quite frankly. It's, we're not a restaurant. <laughs> like, we just, we're a bar and a cafe, but because we are kind of in this a little bit elevated. Again, it kind of confuses some people. And I'm like, just kind of lean into what we're doing. You're welcome to order at a bar, but but you don't have to. Like I have a relative, I won't say who, but it's my sister. (laughs) And I remember being out, she's like, can I have a paper menu? I'm like, use the QR code. Like we, you live 40 minutes from me. COVID happened to you too. (laughs) This is not, you go like that and then you look at it. It's way more convenient. Well, see, even (laughs) I still give paper menus because I love looking at a paper menu. I do too. But the fact then that you have to have serve, my kind of thing is like, okay, we have these QR codes, but then my server comes up to me and I was like, all right, well, we're kind of doing the same thing. But what I love about the QR code is that it actually keeps you from having to just wait in line and be that person who goes up and misses the conversation. So that's my whole thing is like, all right, I'm sitting and we're having a meeting or, uh, you know, we're grabbing drinks and I want to reorder. At a normal bar, you have to go up and, you know, order with the bartender. Fine. But you're missing out on that conversation. Yeah. Or if it's a full service restaurant, you know, you have to wait for your server. This is just, all right, I know what I want. I'm not interrupting that conversation. And then also I can cash out when I want to go because again, we're a transitional place so it's a place that you can go i want you to go before you have your dinner reservations but you don't have to worry about not making them in time Uh, man i have never even heard that term but yes that's exactly you're not a transitional place in terms that's what you exclusively are but you have that option Mm -hmm. absolutely i like that a lot and also let's be real most places are eventually just going to keep moving toward that Mm -hmm. i just don't Restaurants are no different than the rest of the world. I don't know if you've ever worked outside of restaurants, but I, I've worked in corporate mm-hmm. for the last, you know, 15, 20 years. It's all changing. You know, the it's all changing. It's all automating. It's only going to keep happening. 
and there's no reason that restaurants aren't going to keep doing that too. I'm not saying exclusively where it's basically there's one person there and they're just making the order and not talking to anybody, but the option is good. Some people do like that. You're going to have a young crowd. You're going to have an older crowd. The older crowd wants paper menus because they think everything is a PDF for some reason. <laughs> you know, the younger people are just like, oh, I don't want to look at it and talk to anybody. I'm just going to talk on my phone. Well, yeah. Whatever. I mean, the option's fine for both and you can have that for both. I think it's cool. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And I think that that's also like, I think with restaurants, I don't think we'll ever go away where we're not going to want that service, you know, no, interaction. I don't think so either. No. But there's so much more technology out there. And why don't we utilize that to then make service and operations better, but without it also sacrificing other things? Like, I don't think, I think it actually makes us more efficient. We can get you things quicker. And we're actually able to put a lot of time with the small team I have. We're able to like yes. really produce a lot of great things. It's and an I would option, have to but have, not a requirement. Yeah. Yes, yes, and yes, I would yes, have yes. to have so many more people in there to make sure that we're going back up to your tables and doing all that, but taking you away from all the things. So I really want to create that kind of, we're utilizing technology for the best way but with also still having that warm service, you can still come talk to us. Like, that's the thing. It's not like we don't want you to talk to us, but the people who come in, especially if you're going to be on your laptop and you have a meeting and you uh, log into Zoom, you can just put in your coffee order and it arrives to you. I mean, that's put, magic. You should honestly just split the restaurant down the middle. <laughs> and one side is personal interaction and one side is absolutely no interaction. And I would really like to work on the no interaction yeah, side. Like, no one talked to me, we're yeah, fine. Yeah, do no. Yeah. Someone walks up like, get your ass to the other side <laughs> of the restaurant. No, the... um. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing, too, and I, it, you, you talk about kind of having a small team because you, your restaurant's not huge, mm -hmm. but it's not small. Like no, it's, it's, yeah. it's, I don't think it's a small place. Like, it's a big kind of open concept area. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you could probably, if you're full, I, correct me if I'm wrong, you have 50 people in there pretty easily. Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's being yeah. generous where there's room. Like, the bar is probably, you can fit 15, 20 people. Now, nah, you're probably in the 60, 65 range. We're, no, yeah. the window, shit. <laughs> well, we are, seated-wise, we're about... We're about 50, give or take, yeah. how close we want to get people or how many like people are really jammed yeah. in, which is also fine. I love when it's that. And it's like um, – and then we have a bar rail that no one knows how to use. And it's actually one of my like funniest things is like I love a bar rail. Um, I when I first For other dumb people, not me, what is a bar rail? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So like, okay, when it's – all the seats at the bar are taken, but you're just here for a drink. You're not necessarily here to sit down and like – you can still order at the bar, and then it's a six-inch counter that's all along the the back of the banquette for you to stand and have your drink. So if you come in for your reservation, you stand at this bar rail, but you're not standing in the middle of nowhere in no man's land. You have a place to put your drink. You're right there, and it's just like a great – and it has a foot rail because that's really important to me. Huge. So you can lean your drink, lean your feet. There's coat hooks underneath, and that's the perfect, again, like you pop in. You don't have to – if we don't have seats because we're busy – or even if you don't want to like have that full sit down rigmarole, like that's the perfect place. And it is more popular in like the small places in New York. And right when I graduated uh, college and I was in New York City, we had bar rails and I love them. And it's so funny how I just like can't get people on board with them. <laughs> well, we're yeah, we like a lot of things about New York and others are just foreign to us. Mm -hmm. It is funny that you bring up New York because and I was going to mention that your bar specifically, the bar area mm -hmm. very much has a vibe of one of those like those Soho. I kind of said vibe again, <laughs> but of like those like kind of like little kind of Soho pocket bars that mm -hmm. I walk into. They look like they're from. You know the 1920s. Yep. Like nothing's changed. They just added a bar. Yeah. I, that's that's what your bar reminds me of. It's I very love that. very cool. There's a there's a couple places in the city 
that have bars that are distinctive. Yours, LBMs is another one where mm-hmm. you just remember not the bar, but not the bar, what you not like, oh, I drank at the bar. Mm-hmm. You remember the bar itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yours is like that too. Good. I love uh, to hear XYZ that. XYZ is one that always stood out to me as well. It's that dark wood yes. bar. It's cool. I it's love fucking it. cool. And I, I love that. And I wanted dark wood for a lot of reasons. And I also like I'm neurotic about designing that bar. It was it had to be deep enough that you could have an actual like you could scoot in there. Um, it has a foot rail, but also my all my bar stools have foot rest because I don't like when you have to dangling feet, but I love sitting at a bar. Um, and then also like you can belly up to it and feel super comfortable is really important to me. And I wanted the dark wood specifically because I wanted it to feel in the summer. It's definitely got like a really light feel to the whole space and like very coastal and summery. But I want to transition in the winter to something more alpine and warm. And so I really wanted this dark wood to allow that kind of transition. Yeah. So you feel cozy because like I don't want to be in this like bright kind of cool space when it's gross outside. I want to be all cozy and warm. And I really thought that that was a big part of choosing the wood. And that's why I went with all dark wood. Yeah. First of all, have you ever sat at like a bar that didn't have like the little foot rail? Yeah. It's I well, I'm five foot. Why are so, you open? Yeah. Like I mean, grow up. I, it's I love so footrail. it's one of those things that I'm like, when my feet dangle, I'm like, what am I eight? <laughs> you know, it's like I feel like I'm at the doctor's office, like about to get a flu shot. Yep. But and yeah, it's one of those weird things. It's it's a thing that that people notice when they don't have it and don't notice when they do have it. Because we're just used to it. Yeah. Same thing, like no no footrest on a bar stool. Are you an asshole? Yeah, I know. Right. Throw those stools. Why why do <laughs> stools like that exist? I don't know. I need those at the, my my dining room table that yep. I sit at that where my feet are very I still need to sit because I need my heels on there. Also, I I big props to you for several times using the term belly up. Cause I honestly I thought that was like an Akron thing. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> Where all us beefy dudes just yeah. talked about bellying up and getting fucked up at a bar. Because we always would say, like, dude, just go there, just belly up. Just be- and then you're I there. love that you've said it several yeah. times and I haven't prompted you. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, yeah. I mean, you're four months in, mm-hmm. okay, which is, again, I mean, you want to talk about, I mean, we, we were joking around about like three years, you're still kind of like a new yeah. restaurant. You are a fetus of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Outside looking in, I, and I can tell you as someone that's just like talks to people about, you know, different places all the time because I, I talk to a lot of people that come in here, obviously. And and yours is one that people do talk very, very highly of, I oh, will say. Um, highly of for they just like everything in general. Um, they think it's a cool place. It's that's it. It's and I don't I don't know if there's a better if there's a better compliment you can give like, oh, it's a cool place. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know why. I just <laughs> You know, I just, it, it's, it's, it almost takes me back to high school, you know? Yeah, when like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> it's like the cool people like it. Yeah. You know, it, it does. It really does. But yours is a, yours has a very, has a, what I think would probably be like what, what would people would cause a, a, a success kind of like trifecta. You know, obviously you have good uh, food and products and all those kind of things. It's a really cool location and the place is cool. And your staff is really good. They, they really, really are. Like, and that's another thing that I remember, you know, when I think about the places that I really like and like, like, you know, when someone comes in town, it happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, hey, you know what? My my parents are in town, you know, and, and they're like from the podcast, you know, so many people. And Absolutely. Where should we go? And I, I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I don't know what they like or anything, but I'm going to tell you the places that 
you know, if my wife and I are ever sitting around and we can't decide where to go, there's four or five that we're like, we can always go here because mm-hmm. we love it. Um, obviously, noble. No, honestly, we've been to Noble Beast a hundred times. Yeah, I, I so can't. I. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so good. I yep. just. The food, the beer, top notch. It's the best brewery in the city. It's not even close. And there's some good ones because I love brick and uh, uh, brick and barrel, and I love Bookhouse. I mm-hmm. think they're great. Yeah. But I just Noble Beast is just man. Those dudes figured it out. Food, drink, everything. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Um, or like LBM, I think. Like I tell people, that's where I have to go. Mm-hmm. Yours is on that list where Thank I'm like, you, you got to check this out. It's just it's different, and I think it's adding to what. Cleveland has been doing for like the last like 20 years, which is adding more to it that gives the city itself. Like you talk about like a place that has character, mm-hmm. giving the city in different neighborhoods more character. Because now like places like, you know, Lakewood, Tremont, Ohio City, Hingetown, those are significant kind of, you know, like we think of certain things when we're in those places. But Absolutely. we always think of food and drinks mm-hmm. because Cleveland's a huge food and drink town. Mm-hmm. It really is. You know, I, I remember joking around with a lot of different people on here because you, you think about like what's happened to Nashville and Austin. Mm-hmm. You know, those places oh, yes. have exploded. Sure. And a lot of us are kind of afraid. Like, I hope that didn't happen to Cleveland. It won't. The weather will keep everyone away. <laughs> and we are so under our population <laughs> needs that we're, I mean, we could keep going and no. we're going to be fine. No, we're kind of like <laughs> Have the Have you seen writer- how wide those sidewalks are downtown? It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of like the writer's strike. It could go on for 10 more years, and honestly, I don't think we'd notice. <laughs> you know, because there's so much shit on TV. But, like, for us, like, I remember talking to uh, Bailey Burmaster. She's a, uh, well, she moved to Atlanta, I think, but mm-hmm. she was a, uh, you know, a, a, like a, a, a sports correspondent and she was like you guys got to be careful about bragging about this place because this place is sweet you guys are really good but you guys are a huge food and drink town with amazing i mean and i mean that like amazing i could name 30 places that i think are truly 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 good mm-hmm. drinks food location cool people everything mm-hmm. and they're like, she's like you gotta be careful because you're gonna <laughs> ruin it and people are gonna move here and they're gonna fuck it up and but I was like, no, I don't. Bring it. I think we want the people. I think no. I think when I think when November hits, everyone's like, fuck that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and for really, sure. in February, they're like, there's no way we're staying here. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely a big champion of Cleveland, and I think that there same. is really great. I think we'll we'll get there. And people, I had a couple friends visit who had never been and had obviously heard me talk about it. And they're like, wow, you really undersold Cleveland. I was like, I absolutely did not. For four five years that you've known me, all I've said is how much I love Cleveland. And you just would just be like, absolutely not. There's no way. And then you came for two days. And we're like, I'm moving in. They just were around Ohio City. And they're like, it's this amazing. is the best. I was like, I know. <laughs> and again, again, that that strip of Detroit, that from Jukebox down to XYZ, I think that road in particular, like I moved up here nine years ago okay. from Akron. Got it. That has grown so much and changed so much and mm-hmm. all for the better. That place is amazing. I mean, I think that I think some of the best places in the city are just on that road. Yeah, I would agree. And I, yeah, I feel so lucky that I got into that neighborhood. Oh yeah, that's um, such a great location. It is. It really is. It is amazing though, even how how many people still don't know, even if they're just in the neighborhood for another place, and they oh, yeah. won't turn because Detroit even hasn't gone down that way with 
uh, kind of storefront businesses. There's still yes. a lot of manufacturing and other like galleries and yeah, that type of thing. They're working like down like around like where XYZ and like a Gypsy Bean and Brunuts are. There's more storefronts down there. And yep. I know they're trying to as you get closer to Hingetown, but yep. that part still hasn't filled in yet. And I, I mean, it definitely will over it will the years. Oh, as yeah. The, yeah, as the developments go, but it is just, you know, there's so much opportunity and potential for the city, which is oh, really yeah. exciting. And I think awesome that it's like, you know, getting in at this time and where I am and just being able to be like, there's so many more years ahead of really cool things that the city's oh, doing. Yeah. And I mean, even with the uh, the new park that's going to be going down there, granted, we're a few years away, um, but that's going to be amazing. All down in the flats. But like, th that's incredible. even in the works. You yeah, know what I mean? Like absolutely. That's what I mean. Like When you start making long-term plans like that, mm -hmm. when the city's making long-term plans like that, that's how you're like, oh, okay, we're doing something right. Yeah. Because we actually can make long-terms like that for big kind of developments. You know, I I think the, the other thing about the city, I, I and I don't know why, I think this is kind of the, the coolest part about it is that our downtown is is the least appealing. Yes. <laughs> it, and yeah. that's not a knock on downtown. Right. There's some places down, that's where Noble Beast is. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love Betts. Mm -hmm. Betts is a great place. Like, there's a lot of good stuff downtown, but the surrounding neighborhoods that are right outside downtown, and because it's so accessible from downtown to those, absolutely, the Tremonts, the Ohio cities, all the, I mean, those are the best places. And mm -hmm. that that's what I, I think those are the best. And I, they're I really still do. Cleveland proper. So like, I so, think yeah. that's one of those things too is, you know, you kind of forget. You're like, oh, Tremont. Tremont's not its own entity no. as a city. It is Cleveland City. It's so like we're 30 still... feet away from yeah. downtown. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like, oh, we're, you know, not here in the city of Cleveland. It's a like, we're full in on the yeah. city. Absolutely. Like from the not only one the that suburbs. we're not is the east side. We haven't really got on, on board. <laughs> I'm like, I can't go there. I'm like, like, it's like going to Canada. Like, I don't have that kind of time, <laughs> you know? But yeah, that's a. Uh, and then you throw in like you know the the little Italy's or like mm -hmm. the uh, Asia Town, which yep. I was just in you know like last weekend. I mean, and that's another one still developing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you want to talk about Absolutely. great food? I mean, damn. Oh yeah, there's so many. I mean, it's just it's it's never ending, and that's what's so cool. It's cool to kind of be in the middle of because I feel like in Lakewood, I'm kind of ten minutes from everything. Absolutely, I really really like that. Yeah. Um, which everyone is. Tremont is 10 minutes from everything. Wow, City's 10 minutes from everything. It's a really accessible city. It's really, really cool. And, th and that's what's great about it. But yeah. if I have to go into downtown to go see a game or something like that, or a Jacob's Pavilion, which is the best place to see any mm -hmm. type of music, that's not hard. It's just not. Absolutely. And that's why I really don't want people to fuck it up and move here. <laughs> I think we need some people, for sure. We definitely need that's some. That's going to be really great for the city in general. Um, I agree, yeah. We need... We're definitely below what we need. But I think, yeah, driving those people who really understand it and also like the term boomerang. So the people who have left the city, who grew up here, who went away, moved to other cities and are coming back here to settle down, you know, buy property, raise families. And yeah, they're doing the smart financial thing. Yeah, absolutely. But like those boomerang people are like what we need because I also think it's so great to see what other cities have yeah. and then bring it back here because Cleveland's awesome. But Cleveland has a lot of potential to continue on and bringing not necessarily just having kind of the same playbook and, you know, cookie cutter thing and added on. There's a lot of yeah, other yeah, yeah. fun concepts that we could be bringing and, you know, different things that could be added to the city that could really make it even better for us all. <laughs> you know, I was talking to, uh, uh, I don't know if you know who Lauren Welch is, but uh, she's a friend. She's been on here a couple of times, but she's really kind of ingrained in the community. And uh, we were talking like 
like with Justin Bibb, I'm like, we got to really do a lot in the next five years because someone's going to, Washington's going to snatch that dude yeah. away from her. <laughs> we don't have very long with him. Nope, He's too yeah. good. Of, especially with, you know, all the, obviously the, the, the jokes and bullshit going on now with like, you know, the presidential raid where you have these two guys that are both a combined 750 years old. <laughs> I think everyone's on the hunt for young, fresh, vibrant people. And that is that's that dude. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, I don't think he's, it sucks. I just don't think we're going to have him for very long. But I think what's really great about what he's doing right now is he's putting the people in place yes. in all of the important I, positions that are all like, but Cleveland isn't that cool? Loyals. Even he knows he's like, I ain't going to be here long. I'm too yeah. good. <laughs> but those are the people doing the work day to day and are like really doing it. And I think that that's really, and I, I was really talking beneficial. to Lauren about it. We were joking yeah. around about this. I was like, I have seen that dude probably three or four times, like 20 feet from me. And I just, you might as well be Prince. I'm just like, I can't talk to that dude. My And Lauren's like, who knows him? And she's like, I've talked to him a couple of times. She's like, go talk to him. He'll talk. And right. I'm watching this dude at the Taste of Tremont talk to every single fucking person yeah. that comes within 10 feet of him. And I'm like, no, no, he I, can't. Just, I, I can't. can't. He's a I can't. Yeah, I won't know what to say. Yeah. we. Uh, he came to Patreon saying uh, one time, it was a Saturday morning. I had a wedding, so I wasn't there. And he's just like, you know, reading his paper and having a... A continental breakfast. God, and that's my, what's fucking cool about and him. My, I know. And my team was like, oh, the mayor's here. And I was like, oh, man, the day that I'm not, like, the first Saturday I take <laughs> off, of course. Like, <laughs> My one friend uh, 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 said that he uh, he goes to her uh, um, her harness cycle classes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And maybe it was even Andrea at harness cycle who, yeah. who mentioned that. And I was just like, that's, no, he can't go there. <laughs> he's a personal trainer. He works out at City Hall, right? Like, no, he goes to Harness Yeah, cycle. he's been a long-term, because also, so Harness is right in our back, yep. the back of the building. And so. Well, you know, that's, it's funny. So that's why I love, a big reason why I love that area. I have poached so many people <laughs> from that area for this podcast. Alex from Jukebox. Yep. Andrea from Harness. Mm-hmm. You know, Rachel from Shore, si- Shore Society, Robin Adam from him and his. Oh, I mean, all great. These are all just like my favorite people. Yeah. I just love them. Um, obviously, even you go further down, Lindsay from Flight, yep. who is like my, we're doing a live show there next month with her. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should. Yeah. It's, it's next. It's a, shit, it's like a week from today. Uh, if you can and you're available, let me know. I'll just send you a ticket. Just cool. come. Yeah. But me and uh, her, Ken Schneck, Lisa Quine, the artist, we're all going to come down and just do uh, wine trivia and just joke around. And, that, Le- and Le- I, I've known Lindsay for a little while. Um, I love, love Flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love just her. She's awesome. She's been a guest on here twice. She was a guest at the live show that I did at Jukebox earlier in the year. And she's just awesome. I just she love is. That. She actually. So when I first moved back, I was um, one of my coworkers. I was working at Ohio City Provisions. One of my coworkers was friends with Lindsay, and I was like, I just really want to like chat with someone. Like I don't know. I'm looking for spaces. I don't really know like the how to get my footing. Like of what the first step is to actually like go find a space other than look on. Oh yeah, yeah. like the internet, and then just go ro- like roam around, which I did. And I called Lindsay and she was just so generous with her time. We didn't know each other at the time. I had just been like at flight before and has just been, she was so generous. And then anytime I needed something, she would always just answer my call. And then right before, it was maybe like right before I signed my lease or right before like construction started, it was just like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, what is about to happen in my life? And I was like, Lindsay, do you have just some time to just chat with me on the phone? Because this feels insane you know it was like it's something i've been planning for for forever it's what i want to do i'm as prepared as i believe i can be but also 
uh, this is terrifying. Yeah. And she, I mean, just incredible. So I, I mean, I'd I had a text her right now. I'd be like, Hey man, I'm, I'm really struggling with something. She'd be like, when do you want to come in? Do you want what, do you want to come to your house? Yeah. She, that's just who she yeah. is. It's really special. And she, I think that's part of the whole like neighborhood and like just Cleveland in general, this kind of like, it's yeah. not the competition. It's, no, it's really not. this, like we're all in this together and like, why would we and want to compete? I think, and that's why you're a really good fit for that area. Lindsay and Alex from from Jukebox said almost the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, "There's room for all of us here." Absolutely. You know, you you patron he like if Alex was sitting in this room right now, he'd be like, "Patron Saint is not my rival or mm-hmm. competitor." Yeah, he comes. There are different. He comes v- yes, he will. <laughs> yeah, he comes all the, the time. The last time I saw him was at flight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and Ken went into flight to drink some wine with uh, with my wife and my baby, mm-hmm. and the baby didn't have any. Okay, but like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And as soon as, like, first, Jacob Holland from uh, Gordon Green walks also, in. Yeah. Who I love to death. Yep. And then J- Jacob walks in. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I should just do a show here. So fun. And then Lindsay's like, let's do a show here. And then there we are. Here we are. But yeah, they're they're all the same mindset. They're mm-hmm. like, no, we're not we're not competitors. We're There's plenty of room for all of us. We're all doing well. We support each other. Every I've seen Alex more times at other bars than I have at his <laughs> bar. Yeah. And I'm at his bar a decent amount. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> but, yeah, uh, got a good team in place. He has an operation yeah. down pat, which is awesome. He's kind of like what we were talking about in terms of a guy that actually can delegate because he yeah. has such an amazing team. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I do I do love that. I, I that, and that that and I think that is also why I love that strip because again, I, I remember my interactions. Alex has a great team. Flight has a great team. Mm-hmm. You have a great team. Mm-hmm. Um Happy Dog is another one. Like I, I love Happy Dog. They're, Absolutely, they're, those are really good guys, and those are good guys for like a different weirder vibe, <laughs> you know. But they're yeah. just like, what do you want beer? I love fucking beer too. I'm gonna have one too. Those guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all of it, I, I love that entire area. And you know? I think that that actually you haven't brought up why I close at two p.m. on Saturday, but I well, think I that really I'm, it's more of an anger issue for me. Plays but. in. <laughs> Because, you know, so in that, it's like I want to fill a void, but also like Saturday night all around the city is the time that every single person is open and everyone has something to do. So there's a million options. Mondays and Tuesdays, if you tried to go out on a Monday in the city, there are very few options for that. Even trying to get coffee in the city on a Monday um, let go down the street does it and like oh, that's but a good like point. a lot of them are closed and that is obviously like post pandemic um, you know staffing and someone's got to have a day off which is also why we have to have a day off I don't have a huge team that we can operate every single day we have to have a te- as day off but it's like Saturday we're here 13 hours a day Monday to Friday and six hours on Saturday and then you can go elsewhere we can go elsewhere my team can go and have a Saturday night which is pretty unusual for the industry. So it's that's cool also option. like a yeah. nice little break. Um, so I know it like can kind of upset some people, but I'm also like, but there's so many great places that are open those days that I am not. And then I'm that place so that when you have someone in town on a Monday night and you're looking around of where to go, you can probably count on your hand. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make my experience when I showed up at the Oh, yeah, I know. Well, better. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I talked it all up and then my friends, I was like, what are you, a fucking idiot? <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of research before I go anywhere. I'm like, so I'm pretty I sure they all got COVID, <laughs> so they closed. It would have been open any other time. I know. I thought about putting the – I have to put the hours on the door. It's one of those things that's on a checklist somewhere, but it's just – there's a lot of checklists in a day, and there's always, like, something more prioritized. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like, yeah, vinyl letters with my hours on the door. Sure. Yep. Yeah. That's still there. <laughs> it's been there since pre-opening, but <laughs> – Vinyl letters on the door. Yeah. 
top of the list. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but outside I, of rent, eating, and <laughs> running my business. <laughs> but I truly understand it. Um, but what's also fun is I want to be closed also because I think there's a little bit of a void of a place for having private events in that my size space. Um, so we're renting it out for Saturday nights. That's a good idea. And Sundays. So we've already had two baby showers. We have an engagement party coming up on a Saturday in November. We have a small wedding coming up in November. So it's like a great place for a group of like even like 20 to about 50. And like that space where you have it all to yourself on a Saturday night, which really, unless it's a huge venue or it's just a private dining room, doesn't really exist. So it's also kind of. No, they're they're actually really aren't that mm-hmm. many. Um, and especially when you get into like a, um, some places are either they're they're too big mm-hmm. or they're too small. Absolutely. So if you want to have a gathering of maybe 50, 60 people, mm-hmm. someone's like, well, you can have this place, but it's a capacity of 200, so it's going to cost a little bit more, or places aren't big enough for mm-hmm. it. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. It's been really awesome. We just had one last weekend, and it was really lovely. Uh, yeah, they had about 40 people, and we just, nice. you know, a couple hours. It was for a baby shower, and everyone gathered. It was, you know, buffet, casual. We had Aperol spritzes and mimosas, and... It was just great. Yeah. Yeah. So I really enjoy that. And I want that space to be used for that so that people have kind of that no, that other option. So it's not at your house because that's also just so much work. Fuck um, that. I don't yeah. like anyone coming over, honestly. Yeah. And it's going to put someone out. Someone's going to be doing a ton of work. So Yeah. Literally, I have more people like you that come over here than actual friends and family. <laughs> yeah. Like you I have, have podcast people like, because I know they're going to leave in two hours. <laughs> right. You know, but like friends and family. It's so rare. We have a guest room. We don't have guests. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we're like, no, I don't, no, fuck that. Yeah. It's just a place for that. the extra closet. That's exactly what yep. it is. That's mm-hmm. where I put my, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you from here? I am. I grew okay. up in Westlake. Okay. Yeah. And I know you said that you moved to New York. So yeah. What's your, okay. Yeah. So I grew up in Westlake, um, like Westlake Lakewood area, and then went to Mags for high school. Um, and then went to Cornell for college, and then went to New York City whoa, after that. Whoa. I know. Whoa, education. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. I was just like, where are you from? You're like, I went to Cornell, you <laughs> No, idiot. I swear that's not a thing. <laughs> sound like Andy Dwyer from The Office. I get so much shit for that, and that's why I don't say anything. And then sometimes it comes down there, and everyone's like, oh, you went to Cornell. I'm like, I, yeah, but, you know, it gives me some credibility, too, sometimes. No, so. it's funny, because, like, <laughs> it's just, like, I went to, because it, also, when people give you shit, it's because we're dumb. <laughs> and, like, I wouldn't, I, <laughs> I'm not even allowed to go to the Cornell website. <laughs> yeah, it's really, I mean, I went to the hotel school, so it was very specific. Uh, okay. I definitely had a lot of smarter uh, roommates and friends than I did doing like full engineering and architecture and all those things. Um, I know. I but I studied wine, uh, which was great. But I got you a lot of business. studied wine? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Are you a Somali? I am a Somali pirate. What is it? Yeah, exactly. A Somali. Uh, I know Cicerone. I know that one because okay, I'm more of beer. a beer person. Yeah, I well, am a level one Som. No shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. You should definitely come to the show then because yeah. it's going to be wine trivia. You can clean up. There you go. Yeah, I don't know any of that shit. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, like I, you know, wine is another one. Just kind of like sushi. Like I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Like you give me a two hundred dollar bottle of wine or one that you got at you know get go. I'm not gonna honestly. I don't think I'm gonna know the difference. And like that's the thing about wine too is like it's whatever you like. You just have to figure out how you yeah. what you like and how to describe that. And then you don't really necessarily need to know that much and still use and like oh well I like that grape so you can start telling people so that the experts tell you what you want. Yeah, okay. That's really the key. You don't like, have to know it. 
Yeah, Don't pretend like, you, I can like you do know that it. with beer. I really yeah. can't. And even not even really whiskey as much. To be, I just kind of like the, what I like. Like, yeah. like when someone's like, what whiskey do you like? I like the stuff that just kind of tastes good to me that's not dumb expensive. Yeah. Like I'm not a dude that's going to have a $500 bottle of whiskey. I'm not. Right. Yeah. I like the red breasts that are 70 bucks, but I like it. It's, it's good. It's tasty. It's good. Yep. I can get it down the street. And mm-hmm. all the bottles I have are 20 to... If there's a $90 bottle, something went really well that month. (laughs) But I mean, that's kind of what I am. But like beer, yes, I'm much more versed in that because I I like, you know, the lagers and the IPAs and the porters and and, and stouts. Like I I can can talk about those. say what you are interested in. I'm really into, yeah. I want a porter. What do you have? Like what is, what would you? Yeah, I could name you my my, my favorite stouts, my favorite porters, Mm -hmm. my favorite IPAs, my favorite lagers and why. Yeah. Like lagers are a big one because lagers... They're kind of hard to kind of differentiate because yep. a lot of lagers end up tasting like fucking Coors Light. <laughs> they just do. You yep. know, some of them do. So when I come across like a good one, like a Brooklyn lager is a really, really good one. Yep. I, I love Brooklyn Brewery. They're great. And their lagers tasty. It's it's kind of, it's not, it's just, it's a little bit tastier. Jolly Scholar's got a couple really good mm-hmm. ones too that are just, you know, but, but they do. Like they're, if you go to a lot of breweries and it's not to knock any brewery, but if you get their lager, and then like pour to Bud Light. Honestly, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, I think they're kind of harder to, to to kind of differentiate. Yeah, you'll have to come in. We're doing a um, Vaughn at Bookhouse is making us a. Oh, Vaughn's fucking great, yeah, man, and he's, he's got the uh, yeah. That Bookhouse is great. It really is, and he's doing. He's really jazzed about it too. I'm really excited. It's um a. We're doing an amber lager, but it has hazelnuts in it. Yes. So it's got a little bit of that nuttiness. And he says, but he's got a nice backbone of hops. So I'm yes. really excited. He says he's really excited. So yeah, we're gonna we- have that. Uh, by the end of the month. So you'll uh, have to let me know what you think. 100% think. I'll go to that. I'll, yeah. I'll, I, I do. I truly, truly, truly love Bookhouse. I think they're they're my number two out, uh, behind uh, Noble Beast. Mm-hmm. They just don't have as much food, exactly. which is why that, that's the only reason they're two. But they do have Frankie Lynn hot dogs that post up there, which I really like <laughs> a lot. Uh, but yeah. Vaughn yeah, so Bookhouse is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a really That's an underrated one, too, that's very much like Noble Beast, where I think they just became like word of mouth. People mm-hmm. just started going there like, Guys, this is really good beer. Yep. And they have a nice blend, but also don't get stupid crazy with it. I would agree with that. You know, but they also, they can do a good German too, which a lot of people fuck that up. Yep. Like, uh, not to cut, I don't care. Saucy Brew tries doing <laughs> German beers. And their beer is terrible. I've never been a fan of their beer, but they're, uh, they do, uh, yeah, they're great. They do a really good Schwarz beer. They, I really like Bookhouse a lot. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be That's really awesome. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also just picked up, uh, I was going to do, uh, I mentioned like earlier this year when, uh, I don't know if you know the details, like when Platform and Funkin' Ship closed. Mm-hmm. So I had a show scheduled to, to have one there. And uh, three weeks before the show, Everything closed. Oh boy! And I did not know. Like <laughs> people were emailing me, like, "Where's the show?" I'm like, "Funkin' Ship." What are you talking about? Oh no! And like, no, it's not. <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy shit, man!" Yeah. And I had to text my buddy who worked at Funkin' Ship, who's my partner, who he got picked up by Vaughn. He's actually at Bookhouse now. Oh okay. And uh, and I'm such an asshole because I text him like, "What's going on, man? What about the show?" And he's like, show? "I don't have a job, yeah. idiot." And I'm like, you know, if I had read that entire article, I probably could have put that together. Because you probably got fired twenty minutes ago, and I'm like, "What about my show?" <laughs> yeah, but uh, but he got picked up, thank God. But uh, yeah, that was uh, and it sucks because I, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like a huge fan of platform. The people at Funkin' Chip are really good people. I like mm-hmm. them a lot. 
Um, but then I got picked up. Alex at Jukebox emailed me. I didn't even see the article yet, and Alex already emailed me and said, "Come do your show at my place." So oh, awesome! I, I did it there. Wow, that's like that's amazing. Yeah, yeah I, they uh, he had a uh, he always got his outdoor seating yeah. and he had a heater, and he's like, "We can cram we sixty can people in here." I was cool. like, "Awesome!" So that's wow. what we did. It was awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. But that's my funny kind of like Funk and Chip Bookhouse yeah. jukebox story, <laughs> how it all just kind of... I really like because everyone kind of rallied behind the, the, the Funk and Chip platform guys. And mm-hmm. I think Fatheads picked some of them up too and because those guys... I don't know if you read that article. Those guys basically just like logged in one day and like all their shit was locked out. Oh boy, yeah. That's, that's uh, so sad. Yeah, so... But I mean, that talent like that though was it's going to find... Oh, yeah, 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 someplace yeah, yeah. else, which is amazing. And they did, thank God. Yeah. God, that's so I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. Please let me know when that is. I want to go to that. I will. Yeah. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna have it as like our our in-house beer, but we'll do a little like tap tap takeover. Ex- yeah, I like that. That's really a fun. really good idea. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, because I actually don't really think of you guys as like so much as I know you have beer, but yep. not a beer place. Right. But this is another example of kind of like the room for everybody. Like you've been in business since June and mm-hmm. you're already partnering. With other places that Absolutely. some people, I think, on the surface would be like, isn't that your competitor? Like, no. No. We're no. working together. Absolutely. I, I do like that. And the, and the beer scene in Cleveland's a lot like that. You know, and, and Bookhouse is no different. They always have like a partnership beer that they did with another brewery. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And like there are so many places to get beer in Cleveland. And obviously oh, yeah. we have it. Like we have High Life, we have Ferroni, and we have uh, a High couple like craft ones. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but if you, yes, if you want to go try and have a flight of different beers, like I'm not your place. I already have yeah, yeah, a yeah. bunch of things to chat with you about. So it's like, yeah, just go hang out. You still have your beer if you really can't get out of the lane. I understand it. We have a full bar. So a lot that's of us totally can't fine. too. And that's really, I get it. Um, but it's also like, I'm not about to compete and try and then have so much additional like i can't have six beers on my tap i have to have prosecco on tap <laughs> no 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 no, no. I, and yeah. i get that yeah that's your thing yeah mm-hmm. the uh i do like the of high life because high life is like my grocery store sushi beer yeah you know it's i'm just like oh right. i can always drink that it's so good yeah and we do it with as the spaghetti so we put the aperol and the lemon juice in it and yeah. it's great but you can also just get it regular god damn you know there was a weird and this is why it, it all these things like have gotten so strange so i have to try this but there is a I want to say it's Gatorade and Modelo. Interesting. That, that you mix to, and Modelo is another, it's a good beer. It's yeah. a really good Modelo, Negro Modelo. They're great, great beers. Summertime. That's all I want. Very, all oh, the best. Beach beers. Best yep. beach beers. That and like Kona. But like, uh, someone, I saw this on Instagram, and this is kind of what I do. Like, my Instagram real algorithm is just beers, jujitsu, and baby shit. <laughs> That's it. It's a real fun trifecta. Those things. are the things yeah. that I that yeah. I like and I pay attention Absolutely. to. So, but like, and there was this one guy who was just like, he's a big beer guy. He's like, I'm putting funky Gatorade in my beer. It was something like, it was so, I don't want to say it was Gatorade. And he put it in his Modelo, and he took a big sip, and he put it down, and he's like, God damn it, that's fucking delicious. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who are the people that come up with uh, these? Yeah. Well, and that's in that the reason I brought that up was because of your your, your drinks, your cocktails. Because I think of you know places like you that have like kind of like those cocktail specials that mm-hmm. are kind of yours, the LBMs and the cloak and daggers, uh, the Mah- pins and needles, like mm-hmm. all these places, these cocktail places are popping up, which I love. But someone's got to sit around and just throw that shit together and see what works. Right, exactly. Who's hiring for that? Because <laughs> I want that gig. I mean, yeah, we're doing some testing behind the bar. The spaghetti has a funny, it's like actually spaghetti came from a bar in Baltimore. Okay. And so that's really, someone was doing that over there. Um, and I remember my one of my former roommates, he texted me 
even before I had a space or anything, he just sent me a picture of it because his uh, girlfriend at the time was uh, studying down there. And he was like, spaghetti. You need to put this on the menu. It's like, all right, noted. <laughs> and there we go. That's Years a, later, that's what the, it has. I was that's, like, great. That's one of those weird things that are just, it's just, it's, it, you know, because like, a lot of times now, like I used to think like when I would see something on a menu, I'd like, well, you, that, no. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, there's no way that's not good. I know the shit makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember being in a place that had crunchy peanut butter on a burger and my wife was like, you know, that's good, right? Like, you know, I know it sounds dumb. Right. But you're going to take a bite of that. And you're like, why have I not? And I did. Yeah. But I was like, what stoned hippie to put this together? And then it's like, guys, this works. I it's don't know why good. it does. Yeah. It's that trust, too. Because you're just like, well, we have a couple coffee drinks that people are like a little hesitant about because there's one that has espresso poured over orange juice. And there's one with simple syrup and lemon. Yes. You do have an orange juice one. We That's do. weird. I it couldn't is. even go that far, but I'll try it now. Yeah. It's. But it's delicious. Like, granted, you're not going to have two of those, but it is really refreshing, especially when you have it with a breakfast. And you're like, this is great. Um, well, beer's like that, too, though. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. There, there are some beers where I'm just like, it tastes good, but I couldn't have a pint. Yeah, and that's fine. That's yeah. not what it's meant to yeah, be. Yeah, like, it's you supposed can... to. It, it's, 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 it's a, maybe that's not what it does, but like when you hear things like appetite and digestive, you're not supposed to drink a shit ton of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I remember the orange juice. I remember I was like. Yeah, this can't be good. I'm sure it's good, but. I just, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, the lemon one too is really good. People are always kind of like, this can't be good. And it's cold brew with lemon and some simple syrup. And it's really refreshing. I love cold brew. It's really tasty. And I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty That's good. the one that, uh, and I think like with, uh, and like legitimately, like I would very rarely have coffee. Like, I mean, very rarely. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit and it's like, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So I was just drinking coffee and a lot of beer and whiskey and burritos. That was my, like, for like four months. Yeah. I was out of work. You got to figure out what, <laughs> I yeah, like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to learn about. Yeah. And uh, I started drinking coffee. My wife has always been, and then I really started getting into coffee. I had this weird journey of coffee from, you know, I was doing like the Starbucks, not really coffee, basically a hot milkshake. Yep. And yep. then my wife's like, those are fucking, you might as well drink whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's right. Like, those are really bad for you. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of graduated different coffees, different, okay. there's so many coffees around here. And then I I landed on cold brew. And I like cold brew in the winter. Yeah. I mean, it does its I own, just, it's its own entity. I of do. Like I dig a... that. I can just drink just straight cold brew. I don't care. I, I've kind of landed on just that or like just regular coffee. Like, I, I'm trying to find like good hot coffees that I like, mm-hmm. but I think. I don't know. Some of them, I'm just at this point, they just kind of taste like chocolate milk, and I don't like them. Sure. Or there's too much milk. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. There's um. Well, it was really cool too. When I first moved home, it was yeah in 2020, so it was still pandemic times, and there Hartzler was doing like a road trip, like stamping situation. So it was a card, and you would go to the different coffee places, and you would get takeout, and they would stamp your card, and if you got a certain amount, Hartzler the milk yeah. would give you all these things, and so that really like made me go to pretty much every coffee shop and I feel like the entire city, which was really fun, like as basically research when I was doing it. Um, and then also like with the partnerships, it's so we get a custom blend with Ready Set um, in Gordon Square. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like those, ever since I also started, like Molly has been one of those people who I could call up at any time and just be like, hey, help. What do I do? Like our espresso machine was down one Saturday morning. <laughs> And I was like, uh, the water, the water's not coming through. What do I do? Like I'm calling her at 8am. Um, but I think what's really cool about people who I know good, I like good coffee. I know coffee to an extent, but I am not a coffee expert, 
but I, you know, trust my coffee roasters yeah, yeah. who know it and who really like can dial it in. And then we have our coffee manager, Gabe, is this coffee like genius and all like he has taught all of us so much and we have to measure everything and it's just like very precise. And he's the one that's come up with a lot of those drinks. And he's the one that like perfected our pumpkin sage latte that he was very anti-putting on the menu but it is very good because he's a purist he's like yeah Fuck this pumpkin shit and then i was like hey this is <laughs> extremely delicious because you made it actually delicious and also it's our like number two seller now there's some things that you, <laughs> you got to get on bump sorry I, I know you don't like it but man soccer moms love that shit but also like can we make it good some like sometimes well, yeah. they're not good and i'm like great we can make it really good um you but were, it's like yeah, yeah you come people. across some things you're like fuck i don't want to like that but it's so good yeah i had a s'more <laughs> dessert last week and i'm like <laughs> I'm an adult, but I ate it and I was <laughs> posting about it. I was like, this shit's amazing. There you go. It's yeah, so good. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but yeah, the pump, man, pump people don't, same thing, beer and coffee. People, tis the fucking season, man. Yes. They just, they go nuts for that shit. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. I'm not saying I hate pumpkin beers. I like some of them, but I'm more of just like a regular, I like a good stout. I like a good lager. Like, yep. you know, you know, I'm not even really like a sour guy. I'm like, I'm like, I don't like fruit in my fucking beer. I you agree know? with you. Yeah. But same thing with like, I kind of like it a little less, but yeah, if you can make it. Well, that's, I think what's really, yeah, fun about it. When you find a good, it doesn't have to be that everyone has to do it just to yeah. do it, but everyone does it just to do it. When but you some find people one. do it really well, especially like, yeah, when you find a pumpkin beer or there's this pumpkin cider that I still think about, um, that I've tried to bring into the state, but they don't distribute here. And it's one of those things where, like, I think it's the perfect pumpkin drink. Yeah. And it's just, like, so good. But I was like, I can't. I haven't found anyone else who does it. There's <laughs> a uh, – I'll. you know what? When I find one, I'll bring one to you at okay. Patron Saint when I see it. But there is this beer. It's called It's uh, It's it's called Wells. I think that's the brand. Mm. They have a banana bread beer. Oh. Man, and I don't want to love it, yeah. man. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, Yeah, <laughs> someone had this on tap years ago in Akron, and I don't find it very often. I okay. think the only place I can find it is World Market for some reason. Interesting They come in place. four packs. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Okay. They come in four packs. I have no idea if they make anything else. But yeah. they were, um, the guy at this place, it was called Baxter's in downtown Akron. It was kind of like a newer, cool place. And they're like, it's this banana bread beer. It's on tap. It's really, really good. And I'm like, ugh. It can't be. <laughs> Do you have any other beer i'll literally drink anything else and he's like let me bring you some he brought some and i was like fuck yeah can you bring me a pint and not tell anybody <laughs> and then every time i saw it i had it it's really good and it tastes like banana bread it's I fucking weird man but yeah it's one of those things where i'm like i don't and that is one I can't have a lot of those. They're just so delicious and so good. Oh yeah, you definitely um, have to show me. That sounds really. If I next time I see one, I'll grab some and I'll I'll bring one just so you can. It's just if anything else, just so you can taste. Like how did, who brought in banana bread into beer? Like yeah. who who did this and made it where it worked? Yeah, I've also, you know there were so many times where they fucked it up. Oh, absolutely, and it was like really bad. Like, um, this is trash. I still think about it. I have this beer that I've had it I had at one brewery, and they described it as rosemary focaccia. And I was like, all right, I'm all in on that. And then I tasted it, and it actually tasted like the essence of rosemary focaccia bread. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best beer ever. And I, you just like, like, how do you, please do this again for me? Yeah, what did like, you do? Yeah, how did you do how this? How did you merge these these two amazing worlds? <laughs> Without it tasting like I'm shoving rosemary down yes. my throat? Because that's, that, the, that's the, the thing. Yeah, it was like, so good. And I still think it's, it is really 
fun when there's those couple things you're just like they just do it so well and yeah. it's so good and you just dream about and it. And there's there's like weird levels of it too because there are some like Fathead's Bumbleberry. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad beer. Mm-hmm. Like actually, when I the first time I tasted, it, I was like God, that's good. But I can't have a ton of those. Sure, I, I really absolutely. can't. Maybe two, and then I'm like I, I get like a stomach ache or yeah, something. Yeah, you're tapped out. But then other ones like these wells, I'm like I could drink five of those and <laughs> just I was just it would be amazing. And then others where I can have. Uh, Willoughby Brewing Company, which is no longer a thing, but they had this award-winning, I didn't really get it, but in this award-winning, it was a peanut butter cup stout. Oh. And it was very good, but I could never drink a full one. I could give like a little, gotcha. like a yeah. little sample of it, but people love that shit. And that's kind of like the thing with stouts. Everyone's like, they kind of like, I just like a regular, just a good stout. Yeah. Like Great Lakes Oyster Stout. It's like the best stout. It's just great, you know? It is. I know. It's, I'm really, it's coming into stout season too. And, oh, yeah. we're, we're getting into porter stout season. Oh, and absolutely. It's incredible. And yeah, one of my favorite things, like when I said I studied wine, I also studied beers. And one of my classes was beers yeah. senior year. Real tough. We had to pair something with, um, we had to do like a pairing, and I got porters, and porters pair great with oysters. Oh, they do. Yes. They do. They do. And they're like, it, but it doesn't make sense. No, it does not. Because you're like, this can't, this can't be right, and it's so good. And I remember bringing the Great Lakes Edmund Fitzgerald Porter to my class, yes. and that was my pairing with oysters. And we do oyster nights, uh, Monday nights at Patron Saint. Uh, you saw that. It's, yeah. it's on your event page. Yeah, you do. So I cannot wait because it's now, like, I couldn't do that in the <laughs> summer because that, that would be kind of not what anyone wants to drink. But I can't wait for the winter on a Monday night drinking a porter and getting some fresh shocked oysters. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> I can't I've wait. Ne- I've never been able to get my wife into oysters. Really? I love oysters. Okay, yeah, me too. I'm I just like, I... I remember one of the best nights of my life was in Toronto, and I, we found this oyster house. And it was one of those oyster houses like where they're they're legit, and you can just keep ordering oysters because oh, they're not filling. The yeah, and oh, you can yeah. just order hundreds. <laughs> and we just sat there and just got fucked up and ate oysters all night. And it was, I just remember texting my wife like, "I know you would hate this, yeah. but man." <laughs> and plus, it's like this legit oyster house. It's so good. Oh man, it's amazing. I love that you're into that too because that's that's. Like especially like porters and stouts, a lot of people are just like they they just think they're heavy and gross and no, they're so some good. of them are for sure. But you make a good stout and a good porter. Like uh, obviously, like Breckenridge has a great porter. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly, the Maui coconut coconut porter is one of the best porters I've ever had in my life. Oh, interesting. Which is weird from Maui Brewing. Yeah, but it's just del- and it's not like a, an overpowering coconut. Just a little coconut. Yes. Okay. And it's uh, I remember having it in. In Brooklyn one night, and I was just like, "Well, that's I was fucked up enough where I thought it." You're like, "Yeah." I was fine. like, "Coconut Maui <laughs> Porter, bring it! It's delicious, and you can you can get those around here. Like they're cool. If you ever see those, grab those. They're a good. You want a good porter? That's a good one. It's Ooh. a smooth, not. I think people also think porters and and uh, uh, stouts are heavy, right? And not. some of them are, yeah. But like Great Lakes has a cut like their their blackout style, their oyster style. Those are really good and they're smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have to be. I mean, think about Guinness. Like it is the lowest one of the lowest calories. They beers. look like yeah. you're drinking gravy. I it's get it. The perfect breakfast beer. But Guinness is <laughs> oh yeah, or like the uh, what's it? Founders has an amazing one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, those are yeah. <laughs> 
Like, I didn't, yeah, no one wants to admit, like, you know what's really good for breakfast? Fucking stouts. <laughs> yeah, but when you have, you know, you're just like, all right, well, we got to get on. <laughs> did you ever watch, did you ever watch Peaky Blinders? I have not, no. It's so funny because, so, uh, uh, you know, it's back in the time where everyone just smoked and drank and whatever. Mm-hmm. And the the thing I remember the most about this show, and it's an amazing show, I ha- the two things I remember is about halfway through the first episode, my wife made me turn on the closed caption. She's like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> okay. Because it's just super <laughs> thick accents and Irish and slang. And she's like, I, I don't know. What I know it's English, but it's not. Yep. Um, but there was also, there's this one scene where their sister, uh, their aunt figures out that their sister is pregnant. The reason they, that she figured it out without her even telling her, she's like, I knew it because you're not drinking whiskey. You're just drinking stouts. <laughs> Because that was the time. <laughs> that was <laughs> Can you imagine? Low ABV. It's fine. She's like, oh, I just felt like a stout. Like, no one just wants a stout. You're pregnant. <laughs> oh, my God. That is She's really like, but good. it's a stout, so it's fine for the baby. <laughs> what an amazing time. Yeah, that was. That was a time. <laughs> so it's, it's very... You have to be the first person I've talked to that's this kind of early into your endeavor. Okay. It, it It's... it's well, I, I, I feel like it's going well. You sound like it's going well, and everything. Every time I go in there, it seems like it is. The 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 uh, uh what do you want to call it? Whatever the the buzz, if you want to call mm-hmm. it, fuck buzz vibe. I'm saying all these <laughs> horrible, stupid words. We just bring it out. But every like, I remember when I first posted about going there, I got 20 messages saying, "What was it like? What was it like?" It's on my list. Um, and I know you you, you kind of, you're so early on. I don't know if you can even think about it or even want to think about it. But are you thinking about the next year? two years you're just like i just gotta get the fucking saturday yeah i mean in the long run yes that's always down the road and i have that as far as like we there's a lot of things to put into place but i definitely have a long-term mindset of more concepts more projects and that's a big part of how i am structuring the operation where like I and why I'm here it's like i'm putting my team into place early where they can be autonomous and hopefully they have been with me enough that they're like it's really entertaining when people are like, oh, that's on brand. I'm like, good, I've trained you well. Like, as as long as you know it's on brand. Um, but that is kind of so that I am not tethered to this space and that it isn't reliant on just me to run it. There's a lot of great people yeah, 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 who yeah. can do it. And so, yeah, really, that's kind of the goal of this first year is to put all of the structure into place to have a really great team that can keep running it. So then even I and um, our chef, David, like his food is – so good and it's almost like contained by and constrained by the kitchen that we're in we're in basically a cafe kitchen like there's no hood there's no stove it's just one four like four oven like four chamber oven and induct two induction burners like get an air fryer and yeah right exactly <laughs> so i'm like what he can do with like a full restaurant um down the road yeah but right? it's so what that is and when that is is definitely very nebulous but Everything we're doing is to create that structure so that like patron saying can be amazing for years to come, but it doesn't necessarily mean that like we have to be the only people that are making it amazing. No, I completely agree. And I I, I think the other thing about Cleveland, and this just kind of just happened, I'll talk about in a sec, mm-hmm. is the uh when you kind of build something that people like and respect and can get behind and then branch out Mm -hmm. like Jill over at salt. Yeah. You know, when she's kind of branching out, everyone's like, I got to check that out. Love Jill, love salt. Uh, Same thing with the LBM guys taking over uh, Deegan's. Yeah. Like that has its own kind of built in. We like those guys so much and not even, again, not even just because of the, the food 
and the drinks, but the, the people. Absolutely. You know, the, those are very good people. You know, I think a lot of people, even some people come on here and said that they look to the LBM guys during the pandemic as far as how to run your business. Because mm-hmm. they okay. shut down several times just to be safe. Yeah. You know, I and I, I think you guys are kind of on the verge of that too. I think Cordelia is another one. Yeah. Amba. I don't know anyone at Amba, but I fucking love those guys. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I think when you start kind of doing that, if you can branch out, I think the people that loved you the first time around are going to love you the second time around. That's my opinion. That That's... Like, yeah, well, I, I think Cleveland's a big city, but it's not huge. It's still a little city. It's still it's a small town vibe in yeah, a big city for very sure. much, and I I like it. I love that too, and I think, but I think a lot of that comes from building that trust. Yes, and so obviously, like you're spending money at my place. I want to make sure that you feel. Like you can trust me to spend your money correctly and that you're not going to feel like it's a waste. And I think that that's where a lot of that comes from is like, you know, yeah, even if it's not necessarily you had a drink that you didn't love or one experience was off, but in general, you can trust that your money is well spent there. And I don't take that lightly that people are spending that, you know, part of their income at our place, but it's also then, you know, supporting my team and doing all that. So it's very much like this symbiotic relationship but i think it's all built on trust and that we want to deliver that for you i and i think that's the right way to do it i i I, i've never run a restaurant obviously Mm. um it would be terrible (laughs) it'd be just like cereal and stouts um (laughs) but but as someone who does like and as someone like for me and i think a lot of people now especially in the last couple years you talk about when people are spending their money Mm -hmm. people are conscious of that now like going out now is in for a lot of people is kind of like a luxury treat it's not like well we got to get some food let's go out it's Mm -hmm. hey you know what things are tight but when we do go out let's make it count Mm -hmm. i think that's that's the thing that i think like for me like uh, pizzas i think probably the, the easiest way to do it um there's now basically just four places I'll get pizza in the entire city. I'm like, if I'm going to get pizza, I'm going to get pizza. Yep, I'm going to go to El Rion. I'm going to go to Harlow's. I'm going to go to Scents. Yep. I'm not going to, you know, and no disrespect, but I'm not going to Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Yeah. Why would I waste my pizza time on that when I know that's going to be top notch? Absolutely. You know, I'm not going to go to, not that I ever did, Olive Garden. I'm going to go to Malto <laughs> Bene. You know, I'm yeah. going to go to Peppers. I'm going to go to the places that I really, really like. And I think yours is no different than that. You know, and I like that you think of it that way, too. Like, mm-hmm. people are spending their money with us. Let's make sure that they're getting something for their money. Yeah. You know, not everyone is going to leave there awesome. Not everyone that, even your regulars, they're going to have some like, eh, fuck. Mm-hmm. But if they keep coming back, I think that's the thing that, uh, that, uh, that kind of counts. And again, you have that trifecta of everything. I think you had a cool place. Thank you. I think you have very cool people, and I think your stuff's great. Fantastic. Um, and Thank there's you. one other thing that is so important. And since you're a beer person, it seems, okay. I think you're going to appreciate this too. Do you know how important merch is to people? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> when I'm looking at like breweries, if they don't have merch, I'm like, you already lost me a little bit. You need merch. You need shirts. You need hats. I love that shit. Absolutely. I have 70 brewery shirts up in this house somewhere. <laughs> Bars, everything. I buy shit from places that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that you had that. I really did. Oh, thank you. I... I already bought a shirt. Okay, perfect. Did you get the one with the tile on the back? Or did you just get the one that said Patron Saint? I like the one that I don't know what the tile one is, but oh, I got well, the one that just said Patron Saint. Shit. So you might need to get two, but there's one in black now, so you could I try that. Like that, I um, will. We had um, I was tagged on Instagram by a graphic designer, and he was basically just challenging himself to 
illustrate things just just every day and he tagged me he um took one of the tiles one of the like really cool tiles in one of the corners of the space and digitized it and then so he's also a screen printer so i was like can i buy that from you can i use that design and he also ended up being a screen printer he's like i will screen print your shirts so now it has a tile design on the back which is really cool um, so I'm really proud of those. And then also the wine tote. I like nerd out about that. So I have a tote bag in there. I looked for about a year to find this specific bag because it is like, I didn't want it to look like a, if you go to a wine store and it's kind of those like square things, yeah. that, you know, you're fully like taking wine. And then if you want to go somewhere else, it's like, well, it's this weird, like kind of almost grocery bag, but not bag. So if you want to keep going out or like moving on to your next spot, the tote bag I have has four wine sleeves in it, but it looks just like a normal tote bag. And it's got a zipper on top. So I'm really proud of that. Really proud of my merch. So I appreciate you, you should, noticing no, it. No, <laughs> merch is huge. Me and my buddy Mike, whenever we like go to another city together, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're always just like, all right, so what are the best restaurants, best bars, best breweries, obviously. But but we always go. If they don't have like a store link, I'm like, I'm not saying we won't go, but if I had to make a choice... I'm going Go to the place else. that has merch first. There you go. It's yeah. such a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, it's just, it's beneficial. One is advertising, but two is also as additional revenue. Cause then you just have it and you're able to continue just like adding to those checks. Yeah. Um, so it's smart as a business model in that sense too. Um, and it's just so fun and it's really fun. Like my friends will tag me when they're in different places around the country now, like they came to patron saint to visit now they're around. So I share those, which is really fun to see it elsewhere so i got the white shirt that just says patron saint yeah. on it also it's the comfort color shirt oh. which are so good oh yeah i would only use comfort covers comfort those are colors. i mean they're so comfy they're so good they're like <laughs> they're just they're thick and loose and they're kind of baggy but still fit good i, and, I don't know they're perfect and they're unisex so yes, they're good they're on both like everyone yeah but also because this goes back to the name the name patron saint the mm-hmm. way that that shirt looks it could be a clothing brand mm, more okay. people will i think more people have asked me about it, like really? what's patron saint i'm like oh it's this place down there yeah just because the way it is it looks like it could just be a brand or something cool. like that I so like people that. have asked me about it when i wear it out nice yeah the one thing is like i didn't put Cleveland, Ohio on a lot of my things. And I do think... Not necessary. So, yeah, I was like one of those things where it's kind of on the fence. I think some things will need it. And we are going to do the graphic, like the poster that I have in the space. We're going to do like a limited printing of that for the holidays. And that has Cleveland on it. Okay. But it is one of those things like I do see some merchandise from other places and I'm like, ooh, it says the name on it. But, you know, down the road, there's a lot of time. So and that's one of those things that I've been like... So many. Everything wasn't going to be perfect when we started. It's just going to keep getting you know, better and more interesting and just yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I love that you even know and just the comfort colors are such a good brand. Oh, uh, it's yeah. It's the best. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, like I, it, I'm certainly not opposed to getting another shirt. Perfect, I'm yeah. not even lying. We have three, at least six different types of merch of noble beasts in our <laughs> okay, house. Perfect. Cause they have really good shirts too. Yeah. I like their stuff. Bookhouse has good stuff too. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of them do. I just, I always, especially Cleveland stuff. I love Cleveland stuff. Yep. Absolutely. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought you'd be as soon as I walked in, I'm like, God, they've not been open long. They got merch. This oh, yeah. place knows what's going on. That's yeah. so important. <laughs> so what well, so where can everybody find your stuff? Where can everybody find you? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said earlier, we're open Monday to Friday, seven AM to eight PM, and then Saturdays, eight AM to two PM. But the vinyl's not on the door yet, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Just go to the site, you'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but we also are doing private events, so we're available at that. But um Instagram is the best way, patron saint C L E. Um 
We also have an email on the website. Our website is patronsaintcle.com. Everything goes to me because I'm the owner. Um, so right now, that's the best place to find is Instagram and email. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this is great. I'm really glad you came. Thank you so I'm glad much. Glad we got to work this out. Yeah, this out. was awesome. Uh, um, so if you have not been to Patron Saint, please, please go. You know, I, I'm not kidding. I've been there multiple times. Coffee's great. The breakfast is great. I assume the dinner's great. I'm excited to do that. The drinks are awesome. The place is great. It's it's a really cool. Again, it's it's nothing that I can really describe, but it does have character. I, you'll know what I'm talking about when you kind of walk in. Like there's some places that have it. Patron Saint definitely does. Um, buy a t-shirt, buy a hat, whatever. <laughs> uh, buy these new wine totes. Those are amazing. Um, coming up. Uh, obviously we got a lot of things coming up here. We got the Halloween episode coming out soon. Um, and then uh, the live show, eleven fifteen at Flight. It's gonna be myself, uh, Ken Schneck from the Buckeye Flame. Because Ken does all the live shows with me, uh, Lisa Quine, past guest, is going to be uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, the the guests on the live show too, as well as Lindsay from Flight. Um, the way that I've always done it with all the live shows that we do, everyone involved is a past guest, whether they're a musician, a comic, or whatever. This is going to be more. We're not going to have any comics or music the way we do with the other shows. Um, this is just going to be trivia, but we're going to do wine trivia, donations from other places in the city. We have stuff from Society Lounge, stuff from Rosie's Wine House, which I just absolutely love those guys and, and got something I'm working on with those guys as well. Uh, as well as uh, obviously Lindsay's going to donate some stuff from flight too. So there'll be trivia, there'll be prizes, there'll be a lot of jokes and Ken hitting on somebody because he just does that. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm posting about it right now pretty actively. So is flight. So is Ken. So is Lisa. So check that out. The tickets are like $10. It's really, really easy. There's not going to be a lot just because it's a U shape and flight. So we can't fit too many people in there comfortably. And we want everybody to be able to see. So it's not going to be like, you know, at Southern Tier when we sold like 100 tickets. So it's going to be a lot smaller. So, but please check it out. It'll be a lot of fun. And Marie, thank you so much for coming. I thank really you so do much, appreciate Joe. it. And uh, that's it. Thanks. Yeah.